Are we talking about the Mega Drive EverDrive? That 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 one is. Oh. Wait. I just wanted. To, it's supposed. To, it's called EverDrive because it's on Mega Drive. Is it? Yeah. But it's EverDrive for all the platforms. I know, but isn't isn't that just a misnomer? I just assumed like the Mega Drive was the first one that they made, and yeah. then is it the same group making ones? all these? Yeah. Oh. Same guy. Okay. Well, I say guy. Could be a girl. Okay. Could be a group of people. <laughs> it's like for for <laughs> the DS. All all of the flash carts were called R four, but really that was only one of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think EverDrive. For, well, I just recently bought an EverDrive for SNES, mm. NES, and Mega Drive, mm. and they're called EverDrive for all of them from the yeah. same place. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be a brand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I just thought it's Drive because Me- Mega Drive, EverDrive, mm-hmm. Mega Drive. It's yeah. like I get a it. A bit of a pun, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can't. I just, I just assumed it was because the first one they did was for Mega Drive, mm. but. Hmm. I, I don't know why I, I didn't realize that. it was the same group. Hmm. We've learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we haven't learned? What we're going to talk about today, okay. tonight. I feel like we could just talk shit for like 45 minutes. Hmm. We just did. Hmm. We could do that. Hmm. Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast, episode 66. I'll stop eating in the microwave. Okay. Microwave? Microphone? It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a problem if you're eating in the microwave. <laughs> that means you're uh, really keen to eat. Especially if it's on. Yeah. <laughs> that's That just shows no patience whatsoever. <laughs> a podcast I've got to get in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball and everything between, in between. It's Thursday, the 13th of August, 2020, and my name is Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. How are we, gentlemen? Okay. Pretty good. I'm good. Pretty good? Good? Yeah. Okay, that's great. Wait, did you say good? No, I said okay. Yeah, that's his thing. I thought so. I was like, hang on a second. (laughs) (laughs) If he's good, (laughs) something exciting happened. (laughs) For those observant uh, readers, they might have noticed that I called this episode 66, even though last uh. episode was episode 64. Oh, yeah, right. What happened? <laughs> so, uh, we tried to delay episode 64 so we could talk about the best Commodore 64 game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing so, we wanted to record a podcast in the interim so we recorded episode 63 and a third. Right. Yeah. Then we did 64. Yeah. The problem being that in iTunes and uh. all that kind of stuff, or Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell they call it, mm. they go by a sequential numbering thing. So yeah. you can't have 63 and a third. Yeah. Uh. So I figured we could just go from 64 to 66 and no yeah. one's going to notice anything. Yeah. Just fix yeah. it. Yeah. Just Except fix it that right I've now. just told the story. <laughs> no, that's, it's okay. You, you understand that, you know. There's there's six Rocky movies, <laughs> you know, and yep. and I don't know how many Aliens movies there are. See, this is the problem, right? Just put, <laughs> just fix the numbers, do it properly. There's only two, Alien no. and Aliens. Oh, there's at least six. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. There's only two ones that you need to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah. Uh 
But yeah, we're, um, I've been extremely busy, so I haven't actually got a topic for tonight. I've got nothing. So potentially we're sitting here with nothing to talk about. That, that won't happen. No, probably not. Uh, but you never know. Maybe we'll just sit in an awkward silence for a little while. <laughs> it took a while for somebody to laugh But yes uh, We are in your place John Yeah We're in your cavity I call it the arcade Right Yep hmm. where I, I bet that's what, it, what you tell all the men Where I play with myself hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Yeah what, got, what do you actually call this place? Is this Rumble in the West Arcade? Um, no, we don't call it that. Uh, we don't really have a name. We haven't decided on anything like that. All hmm. our socials are all still Rumble in the West. Yep. Um, I'm assuming you're still going to use that as some kind of thing, though, right? If, if you do another event, it's going to be Rumble in the West. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100% sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think events will always be probably some kind of something to do with Rumble in the West because I think it's a pretty cool name and the whole idea was that we were kind of saying, hey, we're in the West, like we're not, we're not in the city um, to, mm-hmm. you know, be a bit inclusive of people that are in the West mm-hmm. um, and also just own the fact that we're in the West because... A lot of people have like a lot of stigma against they the sure West, do. Yes. Um, and so it's kind of like, well, fuck you, we're in the West. Who gives a shit? You know, <laughs> <laughs> not looking at Matt or anything coming huh? from the East. <laughs> coming from the East, you know, I grew up in arguably in the West. Yeah, okay. Arguably in the West. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean you're like on the eastern side of the inner West? Um, that, I mean, it, it, the western side of. Inner West, or possibly not, depending <laughs> who you're talking to. Of the inner West. Is, it, is this a solved <laughs> like problem? If, where, can we, we can survey this right now. You're on the cusp. Where do you think the inner West? What's the westernmost border of the inner West? Hmm. Um, it's a good question because everyone wants to be yeah. called Every, the inner West. Everyone wants to be in it, and yeah. everyone who is, is in it wants the bit just west of them to not be in it. Yes. Because to be in the inner west of Sydney is, is it's the cool place. Yeah. It's the edgy mm. place. Yeah. yeah. I'd probably consider it like, you know where the M4 used to come out? That was, to me, that's like the border. Yeah. No. Yeah. No? No. Yeah. That's far too far. Nah, see? But this is what I'm saying. So, I grew up in Concord. Uh-huh. And that's where the M4 ended. Uh-huh. Concord's in the inner west. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I even think... Ashfield's not in a west. And Ashfield's before Concord, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nah. see, this is, this is where, it, where it, the controversy. Mm. Well, I, I guess as someone who used to live in Newtown, I used to think hmm. in a west didn't go beyond Newtown. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing out our own biases here. Yeah. <laughs> For people who don't know, we're talking about the suburbs of Sydney. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Where it can be very competitive. There, there is like a lot of, what do you even call it? Like localism? I don't know. Mm-hmm. People in the city won't come out west. People in the west don't tend to go to the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a very spread out city. It's 
massively spread out. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of suburban sprawl, I'm pretty sure Sydney is one of the largest in the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it just keeps developing well, more and more west. Yeah. Because you can't yeah. go more east because that's the no. ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing you learn in other countries is they have city... They have, like, metropolises like this, but they just call them different cities. They don't bother saying this is it. this is the city, you know. Yeah. It cuts uh, off and then the next city just joins it. Like, it, they've just melted together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm still flabbergasted that where I live in Camden... <laughs> yeah is regarded as Sydney. Yeah. Mm. It's it's an hour and 20 minutes mm. from Sydney. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. So how that's still uh, part of one city is it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Whereas if you're in the UK, you drove an hour and a half, well, not counting not even. traffic. Because yeah. <coughs> right. I know traffic in the UK <laughs> is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but if you travelled an hour and a half without traffic, you'd probably end up at the, the other side of the UK. Oh. Maybe that's a extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my UK friends. I've just insulted everyone. <laughs> yeah, but Sydney's big. Mm. Hmm. Mm. So this is how we divide. You got the east. Yep. You got the inner west. Yeah. Yep. And then I don't even know what's west because if you if you take <laughs> after the inner west and the rest is west, that's a lot. You yep. pretty much that's have like way too much. And well, then you got the Shire. You got the North Shore, which is another controversy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The North Shore is their own special it, thing. They're their own special thing. But is the North Shore the top of Parramatta River or is it the the top coastal bit with the beaches? Well, you've got the North Shore. Yeah. You've got the northern suburbs. The, okay, right. Yeah. Then you've got South Sydney, mm. Inner West, mm-hmm. South West Sydney. All right, yeah. The Shire. The Shire, yeah. Nothing else exists. <laughs> There's well, no West Sydney. You, you've got no. Well, you've got Western Sydney. You've got now. You've oh, got true. That, you've yeah, got yeah. North Penrith. Western Sydney as oh, well. Yeah. So Northwestern oh, Sydney really? now is like Castle Hill, hmm. those kinds of places oh. like Dural, those which are actually quite expensive areas. Hmm. It's like expensive suburbia. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, South Sydney, Southwestern Sydney. Yep. 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 And Western Sydney, which is basically Penrith. So I don't know what where is that. I guess Parramatta from Parramatta to Penrith is like Western Sydney. Maybe that's inner west. No. <laughs> so oh, what if you lived in Parramatta? <laughs> yeah. What's between Parramatta and like Concord then? Ah, uh, it's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> no man's land. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Blue Mountains? That's just another suburb of Sydney, right? No. The, the Blue Mountains. <laughs> Katoomba No yeah, way Suburb of Sydney no, I, I think they, they've accepted That they're not in Sydney anymore <laughs> uh, Sydney's a weird place It's big Yeah I think it's just It's also just One of the things that dawned on me Was that in That Sydney is like The biggest business hub Of In this country Yeah And I think that people who have Who do big business in Sydney Like really consider themselves Like pretty fucking great and so hmm. there's a this pervasive attitude of like we're business and mm-hmm. that's all that matters mm-hmm. and fuck the arts and you know all that <laughs> shit and the only place that cares about arts is like newtown you know yeah. people in newtown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i think that that's a pervasive attitude like in new south wales 
in general. They are trying to turn that around the with the creative precinct around UTS, mm-hmm. um, around the Broadway area. In fact, I think it was only a month ago they approved some, I think it was 300-meter towers in that area for, um, what's that company called? Altasan or... Who? You know, that technology consultancy business that's huge, like the biggest in Australia or something. Atlassian? Yeah, that one. Oh. <laughs> it was close. It started with an A. Okay. They're yeah, building right. a building there. For their, for their office? Yeah. 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 But they're a company, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were saying is it an arts... Yeah, but it's uh, also going to be an area where they're bringing in a lot of, like, film studios oh, and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a technology creative oh, hub. I saw a headline of an article but didn't read it. This is probably right. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, that's why you don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they are trying to push that because I think Melbourne has taken and run away with the whole creative and arts thing yeah well i think even queensland is ahead of us in that regard hmm. um yeah look at us having commentary on <laughs> things Jesus. outside of gaming what are we doing i know this is a gaming podcast yeah yeah and yet we're talking about real life stuff yep bizarre i don't know how we oh that's right we talked about it started because we're talking about the west rumble yes, in the west rumble in the west <clears throat> yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen, um, but we'll obviously we want to keep all our social accounts and everything, and I guess we'll always be tied to Rumble in the West, and maybe maybe we'll do events that are Rumble in the West events, mm-hmm. but um, it's so not. You, it's, so yeah. you don't want to use that as your your brand. I would like to, but it doesn't necessarily work for other things. Right. Yeah. If you moved outside of the West, well, for example. Well, that, yeah. Hmm. But, yeah. I mean, if we had, like, a permanent, like, residence or, like, yeah, if we did something like started an arcade, the only problem with it is I feel like because of the rumble, it might have connotations that are negative. Um, and I think that's okay for, like, a once-off event when it's very clear, like, this is an event, you know. But when it's like a venue, um, I worry that people might think the wrong thing about it. Um, with rumble? Yeah. What's, you don't think so? What's wrong with the word rumble? I feel like it's just too like associated with fighting and people might think it's like a rough place. Or Oh. I'd <clears throat> never considered rumble in the West being about that. Mm. I, I always thought it was like rumble of, you know, thunder or oh, okay. That's something like that. Well, the whole name came from rumble in the Bronx, which oh, I got the, the laser disc up there behind hmm. you, Mark, which, yeah. Um, I'd look, but it's behind me. Yeah. That's yeah. where I took the, the name from. Yeah. Or inspired by, because the whole theme of the event was like hugely inspired by beat em up games which were inspired by well that movie kind of came out after i actually found out um there's a movie called streets of fire which i think is a massive influence on final fight and streets of rage mm-hmm. all right and well, i re- really want to watch it rage is basically a rip-off of final fight yeah 
but I think obviously <laughs> the name Streets of Rage has come from that movie. Ah. And the movie is basically like Final Fight and Streets of Rage, the movie. But it's also apparently a musical, like an MTV kind of musical. Really? Yeah. I really want to watch it. Huh. Um, it looks pretty cool. Hmm. Um, What's it called? Streets of Fire, Streets did you say? Streets of Fire, yeah. I found out yeah, because right. I was watching that um, YouTube documentary piece about Final Fight. Mm-hmm. And it talks about that being a big influence on the developers of Final Fight. Okay. And yeah, it basically is like gang versus gang, mm-hmm. you know, street fighting. Yep. Um, Mare versus gang. Uh yeah, oh, well, I don't know, but um, <laughs> the the actually like Double Dragon, one of the gang leaders like kidnaps the guy's girlfriend at the beginning, hmm. something like that happens, and right. yeah, really keen to watch that some at some at some point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's where the whole the no- whole name came from, though. It was like. Yeah, I watched Rumble in, Rumble in the Bronx a lot as a kid, and hmm. I love that movie. It's like... I don't think I've ever seen it. You should watch it. <laughs> Who Who's the guy? Jackie Chan. Oh, really? And it's Okay, I must have seen it It's then. at a level where it's like, there's bits in it that are so bad that they're good. Like, it's that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. They actually... Um, Doesn't it have um, Chuck Norris in it? Uh, no. Okay. I'm thinking of a different movie then. Yeah. Um, it has bits where they were acting and speaking in, in English, mm-hmm. but then it also then got redubbed in English. Excellent. Yeah. That makes the best movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's things like that. But it's also very, like, mature and brutal, and hmm. it's got those, like, the Streets of Rage or Final Fight vibes to it. Hmm. Um, like all the punks and like the punk street gang and he fights them obviously um, and the, this whole actually this everything like this whole room setup was inspired by this fight where he has a fight with the gang like in their hideout right so the whole idea with Rumble in the West is we wanted to recreate like the gang hideout hmm. um, so with the lights like you know random lights they had like Christmas lights in there and they had random street signs, which obviously we don't have um, graffiti. Um, and they had the other thing we can't really do is like white goods and stuff because they're a gang. They've stolen all this shit and they've just put it in their warehouse and it's mm-hmm. like fridges and like TVs and all this random stuff. There's a few TVs around. Yeah, we've got <laughs> lots of TVs. Hmm. Um, There's a fridge. We do have a fridge. Yes, it's got an NBA Jam marquee on it. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Well, with that, we, I printed it on paper. I got that printed at Officeworks. Mm-hmm. It actually worked really well. Um, but then Alan's friend who has a big printer, he did the sides of NBA Jam. He then printed an actual translate for it. All so, right. So... Hmm. Um, so you had to put the paper somewhere, so you put it on the top of the fridge. Yeah, Alan put it there. No. It works. Yeah. It's the NBA Jam fridge. And I think we ended up like disconnecting the light because it was too like intense. Hmm. So we took it off. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't have a cover for it, so I guess that works. At least it's not like exposed tubes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and the the painting like it's yeah the graffiti so wall awesome. is amazing and those guys are super keen to come so we want to set this up all downstairs where we have more space they're keen to come and just do all the walls downstairs which hmm. i'm really excited about we were talking about ideas and i had this idea of having a mural of predator versus wolverine <laughs> that's a cool idea <laughs> yeah. actually so I hope that, now that happens. Now that you've said that and it's recorded, someone's going to steal that. <laughs> well, good luck to them if they do. Like, awesome. But I, I hope it happens. The guy that did... So the guy that did the Luigi, he's a really awesome artist and he's done some really cool things. He did um, like the Iron Maiden mummy under some bridge in Epping somewhere. It looks hmm. awesome. He was showing me pictures of it. <laughs> and I'm like... Isn't that illegal? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> but um, depends. I mean, the, the often the councils will pay graffiti artists to paint stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are—they were awesome. They, I couldn't—it couldn't have been better, really. Like, yeah, for people who don't <clears throat> uh, or aren't aware of what we're talking about, where we are at the moment in in John's. Not Rumble in the West arcade. <laughs> One of the walls, which is massive, it's, I don't know, what, three times the length of my single car garage, which is my arcade at home, mm. and probably twice as tall, a massive graffiti mural thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just looks absolutely fantastic. It's got a Luigi with a bleeding eye, sort of like a psychedelic thing like something's going on there yeah he's it's on a, he's on mushrooms oh, obviously ah. you uh, can't see the mushroom because it's behind time crisis yeah well that will happen you've got a pac-man who kind of looks like a bullet no not a bullet bill i was going to say who's ah. the guy in nintendo games who's the chain and ball oh yeah the ball I don't and chain know, i don't know what it's called but it's like a dog yeah yeah it's that guy so it looks like pac-man but in that sort of very theme. sharp teeth yeah. yes <laughs> then you've got a ghost over in the far right hand side um from pac-man and all sorts of other cool stuff yeah it just looks amazing yeah i mean we pretty much just wanted like they sort of asked us what we wanted and obviously we wanted stuff that was gaming related but also just wanted like tagging so they pretty much just did their own tags hmm. so there's three ta oh there's four tags there's this guy duns that guy's um skittle and then i forget the other one down there you can't see it so it's kind of because it's covered up by the games unfortunately covered up by three astros and then greco over there on that wall yep so they just did their own tags hmm. which is yeah it just looks cool yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It really makes the space. Yeah. Yeah. If I was going to set up something like this, it'd be exactly what I'd be after. I'd be really happy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you've got the Time Crisis 2 there, which is incredibly massive and huge. I can't even imagine how you got that in here. <laughs> you've got the Shadow Pinball Machine. You've got three Astro Cities. Mortal Kombat cab. What else? You've got a low boy over there. You've got a rack full of CRTs. Yep. You've got a twin Daytona USA. Yep. A 
sit-down super chase. I don't even know what the other things are over there. They're turned off, but they're massive. And then behind me are <laughs> just a massive wall of CRTs and consoles set up. Yep. And an NBA jam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of... We're, we're warehousing some of Ben Campbell's games, so... From 1989. Yeah, so the Mortal Kombat's him, his. And one of the ones back there that switched off is... Um, House of the Dead, which it has an issue. Uh, it's not booting, so hmm. yeah, he was kind of like, "Oh, do you mind if I use, you know, your space?" It's um, it's got an issue, if, you know. So he'll send a tech around at some point to right. look at it. And is it just a blank yeah. screen when you turn it on? Or? No, it's um, it's a garbage screen. So right. I believe it. It, he was hoping it was a power supply issue, but from what I've learned now, I don't think yeah, that's don't the think case. So. I think it's something else. Um, from what I understand of those, that system, if there's something, it can detect issues with boards. If one of the boards is having an issue, it will not boot and it'll just give you a garbage screen. Because hmm. uh, Daytona actually does the same thing. Oh, so That's useful. They can't give you an error. Yeah, I don't know. I... I Usually they, if if it detects an error, it'll try and reboot, then okay. boot again, then reboot and boot again, because yeah. that's the watchdog going off. Right. Um, well, all I can say is that with Daytona, which is Sega System 2, um, what I learned was if there was a problem with the I.O. board, um, it would just give you a garbage screen. And I guess, right. yeah, I don't really understand it much more than that but mm-hmm. that house of the dead is doing the exact same thing that the daytona was doing oh, right. when i switched out the io board then it worked so hmm. it was definitely the problem and um i don't think i don't know so the the house of the dead is system three i believe hmm. right. um or model three i think it's model is it model three i don't know um so it's a bit more yeah, it's obviously different, but hmm. it's behaving the exact same way. Right. Yeah. And hmm. I'm not, obviously, it's not my game, so I'm not keen to fiddle around with it. Yep. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure there's an answer and I'm sure they'll figure it out and hopefully we'll get to play it. If hmm. not, no big deal. Like, we've got space, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. And Ben's nice enough to let us have his Mortal Kombat and play that, so... Hmm. Um, I yeah. do plan to go and play that and 1cc it later on. Cool. I I was on a bit of a mission to try and do all the fatalities oh, yeah. while we have it. Hmm. Uh, I haven't been very successful so far. Right. When you get to that finish him moment, mm-hmm. just uh, the pressure sets in <laughs> and I become unable to do anything useful. You get about, what, five seconds to do it? Maybe less. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been mm. trying to do Raiden's and it's like... I think it's oh, like... that's the easiest one. That's yeah, I think back, it's just back, 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 high punch, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Or is it back, 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 forward, high punch? I thought <laughs> it was like back, back, forward, forward, forward or something like that. But don't you also need to have the, the right distance? Yeah, you need to have the right yeah. distance, which is about a... It tells you on the card. couple of pieces. Oh, okay. Yeah, the... On the the marquee tells you. Okay. Yeah, but his so. one is one of the easiest. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? 
I'm a horrible human being that can't yes, do fatalities. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was funny because I was thinking about like because honestly, like I much prefer Mortal Kombat two, hmm. and I was thinking about what made it so exciting in the first place, and it's the fatalities is a big big part of it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to try and do all the fatalities hmm. while it's here. Yep. No, uh, fair enough. Yeah. And there's some fatalities. You can do some glitches as well. Okay. So, like Johnny Cage. Um, I can't remember what it is to do the fatality. It might be forward, 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 a high punch or something like that. Mm. But he he bends down and uppercuts and knocks their head off. Yeah. But if you keep doing it over and over again, he knocks multiple heads off. Oh, And it's really? not meant to do that. <laughs> it's just a glitch. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty wow. funny. It's interesting. Hmm. In MK11, they've introduced... Uh, is it in MK11? Maybe maybe it might have been in 10 before. I'm not sure. But there's a thing called a brutality. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're familiar? Yep. Even though I haven't played MK11 yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty I feel fake. like I have to explain it now that I've mentioned it. But basically, it's like doing a fatality, but you have to have like... You have to meet certain criteria... And then the do other guy a certain still move. needs a certain amount of life as well, right? Um, Isn't it like a a move you do that kills the person? Yeah, it has to be the last move that you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's as simple as doing an uppercut, but it might be you can't block throughout the whole round. Hmm. And then if you finish them with an uppercut, it'll be a brutality. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Hmm. I'll play MK11 sometime. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's really good. I I, uh, I added an, added another game to join MK11 on oh. the shelf. I bought Street Fighter V Champion Edition. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll see how long that sits <laughs> on the shelf and never gets played. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that interested in playing those new <laughs> ones, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Even though I bought them. Yeah, <laughs> you got to show your support, right? Um, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm just so impressed still that Capcom's going, still going. And, really? And it's not because they don't make great games, because they do. Um, if any classic, or not classic, but retro arcade manufacturer was ever going to survive, it'd be Capcom. Mm. But just the fact that they're still going just makes me feel happy mm. because they've been around for so long mm. they've got so many fantastic licenses yeah there's not many companies that are still around mm. from back in those days that are, that are still going it's true um, and well, I'm just so happy that Capcom are still doing their thing mm. yeah well I think they're probably I feel like I'm sure there's people that will hate this idea but I feel like they have really stayed true to form in terms of that they have always produced high-quality games. Hmm. Um, you know, whether they meet the expectations of people that love the originals, hmm. maybe not, but, um, I mean, the the remakes that they've done of Resident Evil... Yeah, they've been really popular. I haven't played 3, but 2 I absolutely loved. Like, it 
blew me away. I really, really enjoyed playing it. Mm. And I wish I had more time to play it more, but unfortunately mm. I don't. But um, And I want to play 3 as well. And I never played 3 back in the day. I, I can't explain why, but uh, I never played 3. Mm. And I'm really, really keen to play that. It's really amazing. Yeah, and RE7, absolutely incredible. Mm. Uh, that game yeah. absolutely blew me away and made me feel emotions in a video game I hadn't felt for God knows how <laughs> long. Yeah. Like absolute real terror. Yeah. And I hadn't felt that way in a game for a long time. So they do really cool yeah. stuff. I mean, you know, I, I never finished it, sadly, because, I don't know, life got in the way. But yep. that game was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, so I'm just so happy that they're still around. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching people play it on YouTube, hmm. like watching playthroughs. I think I watched about three different playthroughs from start to finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's terrifying game. <laughs> Have you played it, Matt? No. Okay. You wouldn't play it? Uh... No, I mean, I wouldn't play it if you know. Yep. You don't. You don't like horror games. You don't like. No, they're all good. Third-person games. You don't like RE games, survival it's, it's horror not games. To- enough of like top of the pile for me to get to, I guess. Right. Yeah. Mm. Fair not, enough. Not that I wouldn't like it. I'm sure I would, mm-hmm. but you know. Not having a system to play it on is a start. Maybe it's on... Is it on It must be Windows? on PC. Maybe. I would think I so. Yeah, it's on VR. Yeah, it is on PC. On VR. Yeah. Oh. It originally yeah. came out on VR. Actually, I think it's PlayStation VR. Okay. I don't know if they... Re- I'd assume they re- released it on other VR. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah, I'm only... Yeah, I am assuming, but it's I, definitely on PC, so... Mm. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it in VR... Okay. Just terrifying enough in, <laughs> in 2D. Yeah, I could never do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm like not a big. See, this is why I watch YouTube playthroughs because I don't know. I could play it. Um, but, um, yeah, pretty scary. I, I, yeah. I, I would struggle. Um, and in VR, holy shit, that'd be. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember doing the Batman demo uh, yeah. thing on yeah, VR. Yeah, talked about that a few times. scared the shit about yep. the shit, <laughs> shit out of me. Yeah. Oh my god, so scary. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of Capcom, um, uh, I keep being reminded, which is really strange, but when I. In this current world mm. where things are just a little bit different mm. um, and, you know, you, you go to the shopping centre or, or whatever and, and I just recently went to the shopping centre to pick something up yep. and it's really quiet. Mm. I mean, you've got the music playing in the background, you know, the, the, the funny music they always play in shop, shopping centres. Oh, yeah, yeah. super. What are they called? Shopping centres? Supermarket? No, not supermarket. Shopping centres. Shopping centre. Yeah. Um, a mall? Yeah, more. It's not really an Australian word, but... No, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's all internal. It's not an outside yeah. thing. Yeah. And there's not many people about... It's very quiet. Yeah. It's very weird, moody. Mm. I just always get reminded of Dead Rising mm. every time. It's just really strange. Yeah. You just expect a zombie to jump out from somewhere or... 
I mean, it's I so know. funny. Like, um, it it's like, you know, the the, you know, the system that the game is built on didn't couldn't support so many people, and mm-hmm. so now there's less people outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead Rising has a lot of like, you know, mm. oh yeah, things on screen. Yep. So yeah. I d- I don't know whether they did any trickery or anything like that, but it felt like there was hundreds. Mm. Hundreds and hundreds of zombies yeah. in that game. Mm. So amazing. Yeah. I tried to get into the the newer ones. I bought um, Dead Rising Frank's big package yeah. for the PS4, I think it was. But I just couldn't get into it. Okay. It wasn't the same. But the original Dead Rising is amazing. Yeah. I picked up two on Xbox 360, but it's just sat on my shelf. Because, you mm. know, yeah. Who has the time? I know. Who <laughs> has the time to play games? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about collecting and, you know, putting them on the shelf. <laughs> Actually, speaking of putting games on the shelf, I bought my first sealed um, oh. game. Oh, ever. your first sealed game. Yeah, well, actually, it's Intentionally not or just because it was around? Um, just because it was around. Oh, see, that it's, doesn't count. It's up there. It's something I've never seen before. It's called... It's a PlayStation thing called Seven Shoot Games. Seven Shoot Games. Yeah. So, I don't Gun think, games. Like gun um, games. No, I don't think they are like gun games. They're hmm. like... That's what originally draw my drew my attention to it, but because um, that's what I thought. But I don't think it is because it's all different types of like vehicles and things. Weird. Yeah, it's actually not that easy to find information on it because I hmm. think it was only released in Europe or something. Like uh, most of what I find online is in German, and hmm. yeah, I should probably do more research. But yeah, it's the first time I ever bought anything sealed, and now I'm fine. Like now, I have that question of like, do I open it? You know, and <laughs> I thought you generally just open things without question. Well, I had to hold you back from opening some of my sealed games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this? Wow, ah, no! <laughs> Get away! <laughs> now they're all in locked cabinets. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, well, I, I don't buy... I've never bought anything sealed before, so hmm. it's not been an issue. Condoms? Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, you buy the ones with holes in them. They work better. <laughs> Pre-used ones. <laughs> Pre-owned. It's so much cheaper. You know they're going to work because they've been previously used. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Already proven to work. <laughs> And pre-lubricated. Yeah, there Wait, you go. They normally are well, pre-lubricated, how, aren't they? You know, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> pre-lubricated on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Getting to a really disgusting place. Hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's my conundrum. I think hmm. I don't know. I oh my god! I don't know what to do. Do I open it? Well, to find out about it, you'd have to open it. Yeah. I need to do more research. I'd be interested to know what a shoot game is. Well, I guess it's a very broad term, right? Mm. Most is it games a, like have a some kind of shooting. Garbage shoot. So you know, a bunch of games about sending things down shoots. I don't believe so. I, I right. believe generally involves firearms. Okay. Of some sort. Hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. There you go. 
Yep. Maybe you could do an unboxing. I even said to the guy that I bought it off, like, oh, I'm looking forward to putting it on my shelf. <laughs> 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 Lol. <laughs> See, now you've become a collector. I only have Until one. Until you open it. Right. Yeah. That's where it starts. Yeah, I guess it is It is the first thing I, like, bought without intention of actually playing it. Hmm. Everything else I bought, I've always intended to actually play it. Right. So, I hope Brianna's not listening to this. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Who am I kidding? She doesn't care about our podcast. No. I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried about my wife listening to this sometimes, but she's never listened to them. It's fine. <laughs> Except when I forced her to. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, yes, that's nice, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Go and play with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> So, people could probably tell we don't have a topic. Mm. Or maybe I mentioned that before. Did I mention that before? I think, don't think so. You did say okay. it. Oh, really? Oh. oh, you said you didn't have a topic. <coughs> oh. Yeah. But other people have topics? Um, I mean, we have stories. I guess we... But we don't want to go into stories. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'd take too long. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So it's fine to just talk about stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I was actually thinking mm. for something different. What's one thing going on in people's lives right now that's not gaming related? That's, uh, I don't know, just top of mind, keeping you busy. Mm. Um, that's interesting. Mm. Do you have anything, Matt? What's happening in your life, Matt? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, brought me some, Matt brought me some CRTs. Yeah. Oh, wait, that is kind of oh. exactly oh. related. I was not trying to say. No, oh, that's fine. Hmm. One of them, a very large CRT. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm I happy not, about that one. Hmm. I can't justify keeping it because it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> Are you re- see, this is what happens when you live in the inner west, or wait, or eat the east, or whatever, yeah. yes. wherever you live. You don't have the space. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the west, we have lots of space. <laughs> <laughs> we can have all the things. We've got all the space. In some places, we even have paddocks. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Cows. Mm. I don't know if we'll go that far. Okay. Actually, I drove out to Riverston. Yesterday. Riverston? Yeah, Riverston. Where's Riverston? It's in the west. Inner west? No, in the west. Oh, in the west. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's near Rouse Hill. Where's uh, that? It's near Kellyville. Keep going. Um, <laughs> Parkley. Oh, yeah. I yeah, know that. It's out that That's way. not inner west. Oh, in the, the west. In the said. west. Sorry. I've <laughs> gone back to inner west again. <laughs> Is this like a Abbott and Costello routine? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I was driving and there was a field next to me and I was like, huh, it's kind of nice. Hmm. Grass and, yep. you know, nature. You should come out my way sometime. There's oh, a yeah. lot of grass. 
Camden's nice. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It is nice. There's a few few COVID cases down there. Not in Camden. Oh. In Campbelltown. Right. Hmm? Yeah. Well, there was a while back. There hasn't hmm. been any for a little while. Okay. Hmm. Cool. As far as I recall. Yep. Matt has a face on that tells no, me that I'm isn't, wrong. Isn't the Southwest like the, the you know... The hotspot. Yeah, the hotspot. Yeah. According <laughs> to the Queensland government. <laughs> According. They don't allow us Southwestern Sydneyers yeah. up in Queensland. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that an actual thing? Yeah. So, anyone else from New South Wales? Yeah. Wow. Except That's people from... Very specific. Yeah, Campbelltown, Picton area. Wow. Hmm. It travels so quickly, though, now. Like, yep. it's all... It's all over, really. Mm. Um, One yeah. could say it's almost a political move mm. rather than a logistical one. Oh. Mm. But, you know, who's saying? Well, maybe I am. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. What were we talking about? I can't remember. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, things that are happening in people's lives. Mm. Matt's got nothing. Nah. Nah? No. No? Uh, I mean, no, I'm just trying to think what's, you know. But if if I'm like avoiding like a downer issues, like, oh, there's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. You know, will I have a job in a few months? You know, like this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, those kind of yeah. small issues. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to move out west because I can't <laughs> afford to live in my tiny eastern apartment anymore. In a west. <laughs> in a west, yeah. Yeah, in a west. Good point. Which is basically the West. There's a lot of there's a lot of rungs before the West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, the university sector is going through a little bit at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you being at UNSW is particularly challenged. Yeah. 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 Heavy reliance on international students mm-hmm. is quite a problem at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Show is. Yeah. Show is. Yeah. What about you, John? What's going on in your life right now? The only thing that I'm doing that isn't gaming related is like making beer and family stuff. Hmm. Making beer is cool. Yeah. I mean, family stuff is cool too, but you know, beer is probably better. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I can say yes because Brianna doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm drinking your beer right now. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a euphemism. <laughs> I'm actually drinking your beer. Yeah. I've got a fair bit of it because I'm, I'm just trying to learn. So, I'm making like a fair bit. I'm making like 20, roughly 20 litre batches. Uh, originally, I planned to actually make one every week. But hmm. after doing that for like three weeks... I realized that's, like, way too much. (laughs) Um, For one person. Yeah. Well, I mean, I never planned on kind of being for one person, but Hmm. um, Alan, who is kind of my partner in all of this, is just had a baby, so his baby's really little, Mm -hmm. and so he's sort of out of action. And I I keep, like, well, I've, I've brought him, you know, growlers every now and again, which is like two and a half litres worth. Mm-hmm. But because he's not around, um, yeah, I end up drinking most of it. 
Hmm. So I actually need to give it away to people. This sounds <laughs> fantastic. Well, yeah, I can imagine it would to people <laughs> from the outside. Um, and actually, it's a problem I never thought I would have. But I need to f- empty my kegs so I can fill it up with like new batches. Hmm. Um, but yeah, just just learning how to make beer. I actually had th- an annoying issue with the fermentation where it is like stopping and not fermenting all the way. Uh-huh. So um, like the lager that I did was really quite low alcohol, three point three. Although actually, when you look in a bottle shop. 3.3, it is on the low side, but it's not like... There's a lot of them still. Though. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of lagers and, and like normal beers are like three point something. Yeah. Um, so, it's That's not... That's nearly, nearly one standard drink, isn't it? Like um, 0.8, yeah. 0.9 or something? Um, I'd have to look at a calculator. Not right. 100% sure. Look no, at I a calculator? I think What's it'd be... What's a calculator going to tell you? Exactly how many standard drinks it is. Oh, Okay. Oh, I mean, like an ABV, like an alcohol beer calculator, right? Not like oh. a, not like a normal, like okay, you know, not a three plus mathematical two equals yeah beer volume. <laughs> okay, I think it would be probably like one point one or something. Although okay. it depends on how much you drink. Like these glasses are four twenty five mils, hmm. and um, obviously that's more than what's in a can normally. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, but anyway. But, uh, yeah, so they call it like a stuck fermentation when basically the yeast... So, there's sugar... Okay. The whole process of making beer mm-hmm. is basically like you take you take malt, and usually it's barley malt, uh-huh. um, and you make like a malt porridge. So, you cook it up at about, well, usually it's 67 degrees, but it can be different depending on exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you cook that for usually about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, literally like porridge, um, but it's barley instead of oats, which is what you normally have in porridge. And could you eat that <coughs> barley? You could, yeah. Okay. You absolutely can. Hmm. Um, so, from what I understand, basically... Generally, why they don't use barley is because it has like a um, a husk, which is kind of um, oh, it's like it's like what popcorn. You know how popcorn you get that hard yep. bit. It has that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, which is not always that desirable mm-hmm. in terms of consuming it. Yeah, um, but you can absolutely eat it. Uh, and so you when you when you're cooking it, you're actually getting all the sugar out of the the barley Mm -hmm. and that goes into the liquid Um, you boil the liquid and that goes to a process where it's actually starch that turns the the enzymes turn the starch into into sugars so yeah then you have sugar in the liquid um, and the yeast eats the sugar in the during the fermentation Mm -hmm. and the product of that is co2 and alcohol right um so, so basically, they shit out yeah the things you like to drink. consume yeah yeah um, and so the way that you actually measure how much alcohol is in beer is by taking they call it a gravity reading. There's all this jargon. There's so much jargon in it. Like it took me ages to figure all this shit out. But hmm. um, you measure the gravity, which is just a measure of how much sugar is in the liquid. Um, 
and by you take a measurement at the beginning and then you take a measurement at the end and by the difference you know like with a with a certain calculation how much alcohol per volume is right. in the beer hmm. yeah uh, and so basically yeah I was having some issues with they call it a stuck fermentation when the yeast just doesn't seem to want to consume the sugar that's there hmm. um, so the sugar there but the yeast just for some reason it's just getting tired and going to sleep instead of right. doing its that's thing that's understandable yeah hmm. and there's lots of different reasons um, and I haven't fully figured it out yet, but I have had some more successful ones, like the one you had that was 4.7, obviously, was a lot more successful mm-hmm. than the one that was 3.3. Um, it's not necessarily better, it's just stronger. And yeah. and I personally like a strong beer, um, so for me, it's an important thing to, like, figure out that puzzle. Yep. So, that's probably the biggest thing, apart from, like, working on arcades that I've been doing in the last month. Hmm trying to figure out this stuck fermentation and it's such a slow process because the fermentation takes three weeks yeah so you try something wait three weeks see if it works <laughs> mm-hmm. try something else mm-hmm. um but there's lots of information online obviously there's a lot of oh, people yeah. that do there's a lot of people who do homebrew stuff now yep yeah yep speaking of mm-hmm are you, I wouldn't mind are you doing one. homebrew? Oh, you want a beer? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, which one would you like? So, uh, with me, things that have been going on in my life, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I mentioned before, uh, I definitely did mention that, you know, I took a a new position at my university a little while ago now. Yeah. Um, I took a a contract to be in in an executive position for about five months. Yep. And I said my life will basically be over <laughs> for this five months. Um, and I did sort of question, what the hell have I committed to? <laughs> and, yeah, I was a little bit terrified by the idea, to yep. be honest. Yep. Um, but uh, once I sort of got into it, I actually really started to enjoy the position I was in. Hmm. Um yeah, I was enjoying it. And then after about four months, they offered me an extension to go um, another, what was it, eight months or something like that. Wow. So until March 2021. Yep. And I stupidly accepted. So, you idiot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but in saying that, like I said, I, I've been really enjoying it. It's just I'm good. just crazy busy. It's just yeah. I've never, never worked this hard in my life. It's uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. It's mm. a lot of stress. Mm. Um, so when I took up this contract in February, 
I said that, you know, game the system and the podcast would probably take a back seat for a little bit. Yep. Things wouldn't be as as regular as it was before. Um, and that will continue for a little while yet. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, we're doing this more regularly than I thought we would be doing. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't been the end of my life like I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, accepting this contract. But at the same time, it is extremely busy. Yeah. So, for example, this podcast is a good um, uh, example of that where I have not prepared at all. Yeah. Where usually <laughs> I've, you know, these are the topics we're talking about. Mm. Um, we'll do this, we'll do that. I've got the intro ready. I've got the outro ready. I've done none of that. And people probably can tell because we're just <laughs> rambling right now <laughs> <laughs> and talking about stuff. But at the same time, I thought that would be kind of interesting because mm. a lot of the time I listen to the podcast that I like to listen to, I like to to hear people just talking about, you know, what's, what's going on in their lives. Yeah. Um, because it tells you the story of the person who's into these games, you yeah. know, and, and the person who enjoys playing games and the person who's, you know, uh, really enthusiastic about retro or they're enthusiastic about modern games or pinball or... Mm-hmm. And to me, it's interesting to understand the human beside that story, um, behind that story. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I don't particularly mind that we're just mm. making this up on the fly because... Yeah. I don't know, you're finding more about us as mm. people yeah. as opposed to just video games. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really like that idea, actually, because I feel like there's there's only so much you can say about a game sometimes, you know. Mm. It, it, it kind of, to quote Trump, it is what it is. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah. might have to cut that out. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Um, yeah, sometimes I guess there's only so much you can, you know, say about mm. these things and, and only so many topics you can go over and I mean, yep. certainly not that we've gotten to the point where we've talked about everything. No. I mean, there's so many things we can t- yeah. be talking about, yeah. but I also don't want to go down the route of, um, we choose a game mm. and we all play that game and then we talk about that game because, mm. um, I still listen to podcasts like that, but at the same time, they're not the first ones I go to because if mm. you're not interested in the game, yeah, why would you listen to an entire podcast about that single game? Yeah. Um, so I don't want to reach that point. I'd, yep. I'd like to rather talk about us and yep. you know what we're going through in in the in the scene at the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah, what I was trying to get at, which is that what's interesting is how people have gaming as part of their life and mm. and the life that surrounds that. Mm. Um, yeah, because I think ultimately it's the people that are interesting, not yeah so much. Absolutely agree. You know, the games themselves. You know, it's all about our interaction with the games that that makes that exciting. So, um, and that includes, you know, our lives and how we fit fit games into our lives, mm. I think. So, you know, yeah. that's a pretty good topic. <laughs> <laughs> how do we fit games into our lives? <laughs> I mean, we're all adults. Uh, I just mentioned that I'm incredibly busy, as busy as I've 
more busy than I've ever been in my entire life. Um, Matt, you're a, you know, you're a full-time working person. Mm. Um, in a committed relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, you're a, you know, also got a full-time job. You've got a small child. Uh, yep. You're doing all those sorts of things. How do we fit games into our lives? Um, mm. And I guess for me, I I experience games through uh, enjoying obtaining games that I loved, mm. and because um, I'm a collector. Yeah. And so to me, it's not about playing the games. To mm. me, it's about enjoying having the game, enjoying and remembering the stories of mm. when I did play games yeah. um, and just really sort of reminiscing and thinking about, you know, what it was for me back then mm. and, and still enjoying it now. And I don't need to play games to enjoy them mm. anymore. Mm. It's more about being involved in a in a conversation with fellow Gamers who enjoy collecting, enjoy the retro scene. Um, to me, gaming is being involved in that conversation. Mm. And, I, and I love that. Mm. And that's what really keeps me going. Yep. That's really interesting. I think there's definitely something to be said for um, also the, the physical experience of having a game. And I think we've talked about this before, but having like a manual too and mm. just sitting down and looking at the manual and mm-hmm. and there's probably a question about how much of that is a nostalgia, how much of it is, is nostalgia and how much is, you know, well, is there any element that isn't nostalgia? And mm. I, I, think, I think that there definitely is an element that isn't yeah. nostalgia. Um, because I enjoy buying, you know, new games or games I hadn't ever played before and looking at the the cover of the game and, and mm. pulling out the manual and having mm. a look at it and and I, I really find it fascinating. I was going to say exciting, but maybe that's mm. too far and not an accurate description of the emotion I feel, mm. but really interesting when I'm flipping through a manual of a game that I've never played before mm. um, but you know I bought it as part of the collection and there's some person scrawl in mm. there like saying something yeah. about their experience playing the game like yeah. you know you press this thing at this time to be able to get past this section Yep, I find that really interesting and like I said exciting is probably too strong a word but <laughs> it's cool yeah you, you're like uh, visiting this game through a proxy of someone else yeah. and the history of what they went through. Um, I just think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, like my copy of Desert Strike has a little page in it that's got the code for every level. Hmm. And I like to think that that's through someone's hard work of playing through every <laughs> level. Mm-hmm. They didn't get a magazine. They just copied <laughs> it the might be. <laughs> it might be, but yeah. <laughs> it's almost I I feel like, you know, a box and a manual is like akin to like a stage show. Maybe I'm going a bit far, but you can listen to a song on iTunes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you can go and see a show 
mm. where they perform that song mm-hmm. and it's almost like like I've started to I'm starting to get into Big Box PC stuff mm-hmm. and I bought a few um, Big Box PC and I feel like it's just nice like the big the Big Box there's artwork yep. it's got sometimes a map or yeah lots yeah. of things inside it's the full experience yeah yeah um, no I completely mm. agree mm. And, and, yeah, like I said, I just love that. And even just the beginning of this week, I was, for whatever reason, looking at, um, what's it called, Cytronic, I think, who make and release modern-day Commodore 64 games. And just going through their catalogue, and the ones that really caught my eye were the C64 games that have all of those things, like it has a, a map and you know, stickers and all of these other sort of paraphernalia as part of the package. It's probably a game I'll never play, Mm. but the fact that it has all of these things um, is just really capturing to me. The artwork around the game and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of people are experiencing the same thing with records at the moment, actually, to be honest with you. I think it's this, mm. it's a very similar thing. Um, I think there's an element of being more connected with something that's analogue as well. Yep. Um, so, I'm sure we've, we've, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I think we have, yeah. yeah. Mm. But, yeah... Um Gaming, how do you find the time to play games, Matt? Um, well, working from home is made slightly easier, I guess. Oh, are you playing games while you're meant to be working? No, but like you can do lunch breaks. <laughs> you can do you what? Can, you know, you can like, mm. you, let's say, oh, it's lunch break now. Mm. Oh, yeah, yep. Mm. Smash down your food and, and you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. get something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get yeah. in a level of Donkey Kong, perhaps. Sure. That's yeah. what I've been doing. I've been sitting over there <laughs> and I put my lunch on the stool next to me. Yeah. And yeah, well, most more recently Donkey Kong. Before that, it was um, Darkstalkers. Oh yeah, just whatever the game of the month is, pretty much. Unless I hate the game of the month, then I don't play it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's um, fair. Like that Hero of Tona game. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> that was a bad game. And if you would like to join us for Game of the Month, you can go to our Discord channel at gamethesystem.co/discord, mm-hmm. where we play Game of the Month. Yep. Yeah, One some game. of them are good. Some of them are good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, what do you when you have a chance to play during a lunchtime? What are you mm. playing? Because I'd imagine you're not playing the modern epics of you know 50 hours of no, such no. And such. I got I got one on in my sites, but it's that's a future story. Okay. Oh. No, but yeah, it's it's pretty much anything. Uh, if it's on Mister, then then I'll play it. Oh, because you've got a mister now. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever talked about that you have a mister? I think so. I thought so. I think... Oh. I feel like the last time we talked about it was like pre-actually having the mister. Oh, I was really? like, yeah, there's this, I thought so. okay. this cool new thing called mister and this is what it does. Yeah. yeah we're talking about FPGA and mm. all mm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you have one now. Yeah, yeah. It's operational. Hmm. Yeah. Can you tell me like... Because the whole process of... Like get putting a mister together seems really complicated. Yeah, that's the thing stopping it, me. Yeah, that, yeah, that's probably the problem. 
Because I think because the, the yeah the platform it's made the platform itself is like a product you can buy, but okay. If you don't have any add-ons, you're quite limited with what you can do. As in, a few things you, will work. When you say platform, are you talking about a physical the piece hardware. of hardware? Like, yeah, like okay. the. So it's like buying a pie. It's like buying a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And you can do a few things just with the base thing, but really, maybe only like ten percent of the right of what's available. Okay, yeah. so then the add-ons that you get in other places, or yeah. how does that work? Like people sell add-ons for that it. Idea. Okay. Yeah. Or, so, but, but the whole it, thing, but all the add-ons are open source hardware, so you can uh, buy. You know, you can download the plans. You can get the things. Ah, uh, so theoretically, uh, you can like you can make them yourself. You as could well. make the PCB at Osh yeah. Park or something, yeah, yeah. and huh, huh, yeah, yeah. So all the add-ons are open source hardware, which hmm. you really is all you need is memory. Is the memory? Yeah, right. The I/O board is handy, but it's not like hundred percent. What's the I/O board for? Plugging it gives controllers. you analog. Now it gives you analog video. Ah. Um, uh, what else to do? To plug into a CRT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of you can do that without these days. Like that. Like later on, they figured a way to do do it properly through the HDMI connector. So you could have a VGA adapter on a HDMI connector, and they're messing with the HDMI port to do correct timings for. Really? Analog video, yeah. Does that work? Yeah. It doesn't cause delay? No. I mean, as far as I know. Wow, okay. So I, I, I didn't know there was a thing that existed that did that. Yeah. Hmm. And, well, the other one is the USB hub, which is also handy, but not essential. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Really, if you just had, if, if you just had the thing and the RAM, you could get by. Right. USB is probably the second... But the other thing, thing it's yeah. not just the hardware. It's you got to download an OS. Okay, sort of. You got to yes. install a thingy to do a thing. Yeah, so it's kind of it's a Linux system, uh, but yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Um, look, really, you can just copy someone else's SD card, right? That's 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 okay. Uh, is, are there images out there that you can just grab? Probably. And pop I, it I on? didn't use one because because. Right. The way it is now is that there's a, a script. Like once you get once you get the, uh, I forget how the initial setup goes now. I heard talk I of an like, itch.io hmm? script thingy that you do a yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Right. So okay. so as long as you've <laughs> spoilers got the the first the initial thing on the SD card and then you boot up the the Mistar and then you like SSH into it. Okay, and then run this other script, and that gets everything else for you. It gets you all the right, all the FPGA cores, and all the like publicly available ROMs, hmm. um, which is like most of it. Yeah, but not Neo Geo or whatever. Yeah, but you can get those. Yeah, not yeah. Mega Drive and all that. Yeah, but you can get them from elsewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's easy so, enough if you know Linux. Yeah. Hmm. If you don't, I recommend just copy someone else's SD card. Right. Like it shouldn't be that hard. Really. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, the other thing that's put me off the mister, though, is that, you know, there's a lot of hyperbole out there about cycle-accurate stuff. Ah, this come up. I But there's not many cycle-accurate cores, right? I, I'm going to dispute the definition of cycle-accurate. I think they are all cycle-accurate. 
Right. my definition. Because okay. what the I want to hear your definition now. <laughs> I'm one, settling back. You know, one like clock on the computer uh-huh. does everything it needs to do to function, which if it wasn't doing that, it wouldn't even work because it's sure. a simulation of the hardware. It's not like a PC that's emulating the thing and the PC, maybe it's going to take longer to do a task at some point mm-hmm. than the original hardware did. Mm-hmm. You know, but since the FPGA implementation has to be, you know, like pretty much the original hardware. Mm-hmm. It can't take longer to do a task than the original hardware did. Sure. Then why are so there differences rent- then? Because sometimes like op- features may be missing. It's pretty much what right. you're coming down to, yeah. So mm. it's more about the programming of the cores rather than it being not cycle Like I guess if they're feature complete or not, that's okay. probably... No, that makes more I think, sense. I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the best way to go, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's there's a video. This this isn't right quite the correct way to prove it, but there's a video which I couldn't find recently. But I but someone had like Street Fighter two side by side. They were testing the CPS one call, mm-hmm. an arcade machine and a Mistar, and ran it for like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. And at the end of thirty minutes, it like it was still like right on the same like, frame yeah, or something. Much, yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not really correct because you can if you had two arcade machines side by side they're gonna fall out of sync eventually yeah but yeah hmm yeah and there's also uh i've heard some things around where people who are super familiar with a certain game they played it a shitload hmm. you know like i don't know speed runners or tournament players or whatever hmm. and they go to the mister and they say oh this isn't you know stuff that i'd seen before this isn't accurate hmm. But the problem is they're used to playing on MAME. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they go to an actual arcade board and they realize, oh, okay, it's the mist is accurate to the arcade. It's not accurate to MAME because MAME's doing its own thing. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. I mean, MAME's goal is to be accurate as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but that's going thing- through all those sort of software emulation yeah. stuff. I mean, you brought up a thing recently in conversation where the emulator players would you know, reset between yep. attempts or something like that and that yep. clears memory but in in Misty you probably would do resets a lot as well if if you were trying to do things quickly you know yeah. you turn off the thing when you you know or you yeah. load up a core between games yeah. so it gets reset often as well yeah whereas arcade players you don't turn off the power supply then turn it back on again yeah. to replay your game yeah yeah yeah, interesting. Mm. I I do want to get a mister one of these days. Yeah, I think it's, this is I, I. Yeah, I recommend it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking about it. Like now that I've got the Darksoft that I wanted to get for ages, I think the next step realistically is the mister. Um, yeah, and I think that I would get it to potentially even play something like Donkey Kong uh, mm. on, a, on an arcade, like in the arcade. Mm. Yeah. Because it's so hard, like what Dennis is experiencing right now, you know, to rely on that old hardware. Denny DeVito in the Discord chat. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just, I mean, when, you, when you're going for like real serious scores and stuff, fair enough. But... Um, 
for an everyday arcade where people are smashing the game all the time, yep. you know, it doesn't... I don't think it really... People aren't even going to know, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, and not that it would be... Not that I would keep it a secret necessarily, but as long as, you know, you're not experiencing latency issues or, you know, anything that's actually really changing the way the game feels, and it sounds like Mr's really... Um, um, overcome that issue. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, that's that's big reason why I'm keen on it is because it's it's probably the lowest latency thing I can do without yeah. having original hardware. Yeah. Because mm. it fully supports CRTs and yeah. uh, you know it's, it's it's sort of bare metal you know in a way. Yeah. Yep. What about controller wise? Does so that's all USB. So that's that's kind of the biggest that's problem. Kind of delay, I guess. Yeah. 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 But couldn't you just get like a an oh, iPad or USB. something? Okay, and so on, on the on one of the add-ons, the iBoard has a direct. I think why it's called iBoard, yeah, because there's there's like this direct controller inter- interface there too. Hmm. But yep. don't. But you need extra bits. There's like more. More bits. Now you're like building up like a hardware library. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it, there's a path you can go down, but okay. I think so. I'm, you don't have to use USB. No, yeah. I've right. never done it without USB. Mm. Like I've only used USB so far. Mm-hmm. And again, to John's point, 99.9% of players probably wouldn't tell um, if it was USB or not. All right, yeah. I mean... I mean, you're talking about the hardest of hardcore that's going to notice latency of, you know, three frames, two frames. Yeah. I mean, sort of. Like, like, I think anyone would know if... You pointed it out. Mm. Mm. If you don't like consciously know, you just go, oh, that was easier. Like you perform better. No, not like necessarily. Can... I mean, just for example, if you're a speedrunner and you're mm. relying on frame perfect inputs for certain things, mm. you would notice a two or three frame delay. Yeah. But if you're not a speedrunner, if you're just playing the game casually, mm. you wouldn't notice any of that because you're not trying no. to time a jump to a frame. Yeah, but like, you know, things pop out and try to kill you and you've got a little bit more reaction time. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, okay. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another point, like the Donkey Kong core in particular has this weird sound thing. It's like all the analog parts of the sound up don't exist. So it sounds okay. different. Ah. Plays good, looks good, sounds not so good. Huh. Right. Oh, does it draw the screen like it's supposed oh, this is to? Funny. <laughs> I haven't checked this recently, but the but when I first got Mr. and the Donkey Kong core, it rotates the screen for you, right? Mm-hmm. So because they're trying to make it easy. So on the HDMI output, at least, it, it does a vertical thing on your monitor where it's supposed to be yep. tall. Yep. And there's an option to turn it off, but it rotates it the Billy Mitchell way, so it's wrong. Oh, <laughs> did they do that on purpose? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe um, Billy's been using a mister all this time. All this time. We figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's been updated quite a bit since then, and I... I've been playing it, but I haven't checked if the rotation, they fixed it. Hmm. But here's the thing, like, where it makes me suspicious about whether the the video output is going through 
some crap or if it's raw. Hmm. You know, because how can you rotate the wrong way if it was scanning top to bottom of the screen? Yeah, that's right. Hmm. But do you know if it's drawing those girder fingers correctly? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't freeze-framed it. I can probably try it. That'd be interesting to know. Yeah. Because <laughs> part of my goal was um, I I got... Oh, yeah, I did a while ago do a slow motion video. I was testing latency. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I went to 89 and tested on the mm-hmm. machine there. Mm-hmm. But I, didn't, I forgot to compare the videos. Or I think I, I think I needed more evidence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you should go back. Right. We need to go back. Yeah. Hmm. Now that you've said the apple thing, I just feel like I'm drinking apple juice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty apple-y. Yeah. I'm actually enjoying it. I like That's it. That's good. Hmm. Well, why don't we end it there? Our rambling conversation about nothing mm. that was sort of about something, and then we talked about things that weren't gaming that turned into things about gaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Yeah. We're gamers. <laughs> That's going to happen. That's our lives. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to Game the System Podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System Discord. Uh, that's gamethesystem.co slash discord. Um, rate us on iTunes. That'd be pretty cool. Mm. Uh, it's no. the way for people to find us. I forgot to rate the Uber the Uber Eats guy. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> is it too late? He was really uh, quite insistent that you rated him. Um, I think his livelihood depends on it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> maybe he took a hit and he's trying to build his, his rating back up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, God knows what he did. Um, but yes, thanks for listening uh, to the readers. We greatly appreciate it. Um, and like I said, please do share amongst your friends. Talk about us. Tell people that we talk about video games and stuff. You can tell I'm not reading off my usual script (laughs) because I close my laptop. Off the cuff. Yes, that's right. Thank you and goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.